Well, the United States heads to the polls in just over a week, not to pick a president, but to pick their congressmen and women. Meanwhile, in the Ukraine, there have been tit-for-tat drone attacks. There's a lot to talk about. Keith Suter from the Global Directions think tank, both sides have used drones. But have the Russians targeted civilian areas? And what damage did they cause? You've really got two separate issues here at the moment. You're right. Uh, the Russians have basically given up thinking that they're going to win a ground war with conventional forces against the Ukrainians. Ukrainians are just simply putting up too much of a good resistance for them, at least at the moment. Um, so what they're now doing is simply destroying civilian infrastructure to make the winter as miserable as possible. And because of the way in which previously the Ukraine and Russians had worked together on energy matters, the Russians know where the energy generators are in Ukraine and they are targeting them specifically. Now, the drones they're using are not Russian drones. Uh, they've had to acquire drones from Iran, um, which is not perhaps a, a smart move for Iran to be linked to a country that's <laughs> being seen so much as an international rogue. These are called kamikaze drones. You can only use them once. So instead of a normal drone, which would fly over a target, drop the explosive and then return home to be used on a later occasion, these ones just drop entirely onto the target. And so they, they are uh, leaving wreckage. And so people can see Devastating. very that they're from Iran. Yeah. yeah. Now, on the other hand, the Ukraine drones struck the Russian Black Sea fleet. How effective was that attack? Well, it's been tragic. If it's true... And I really can't believe the Ukrainians would be this stupid. But if it is true, then it's given the Russians the opportunity to be able to say um, that they will not permit this agreement, which was negotiated personally by the UN Secretary General and the President of Turkey, whereby uh, grain could leave Ukraine through the Black Sea and then go into the international markets. So how there damaging will this be and what's the effect? Well, it'll cause global famine. Because basically the world's largest grain producer has now invaded the world's fourth largest grain producer. And so that is a lot of grain that's not getting to the international market. So the people of Egypt, Lebanon, uh, probably Bangladesh, there are a number of countries that rely on this grain. And the Russians have said we're not going to permit any more export of it. So, mate, am I too cynical to say this is the excuse Russia was looking for? To stop the export of grain, I, I think the Russians would have permitted that to continue had it not been yeah. for this attack. The other thing that worries me, by the way, and this is really, really being pessimistic, the Russians have blamed the British uh, for a number of operations, um, including providing assistance for this raid on the Black Sea fleet. Now, a cynic in me would say what the Russians are doing is getting ready to use nuclear weapons. They don't want to use nuclear weapons on the Americans because there'll be retaliation by the Americans. But they may well have decided they're going to go after Britain and they will use the weapons on Britain as a way of trying to deter international assistance going into Ukraine. Gosh, that's sobering, mate. That's, it is that's... very sobering, yep. I'm talking with international affairs expert Keith Souter. So let's turn to the US, Keith. The midterm elections start in about a week. What are they and what's their importance? They're called midterm because it's the middle of the presidential term. So as you say, President Biden is not up for re-election. But one third of the Senate, the upper house, and all the lower house will be up for re-election. 
and uh, people are already voting early. There's, I think there's going to be a very large voter turnout. Generally, there isn't that much of a voter turnout. It's usually only amongst people who are angry with the, the seating, uh, seated president. Uh, elections always go badly for the party that controls the White House. In the case of President Biden, he could end up losing control of the Senate and maybe lose some of the votes in the lower house as well. In, in other words, his last two years in office will be a misery because the Republicans will block his legislation and perhaps even try to get him impeached for so-called stealing the election in 2020. Mate, the economy's doing quite well. So what's the problem? The Democrats have been unable to come up with a good narrative to explain the economy. The economy is actually doing quite well. Okay, inflation is increasing, and that's what the Republicans are concentrating on. But there's actually labour shortages. You've got a high rate of of, uh, people in the workforce. They're getting pay rises. Um, So their workers are actually probably doing better in the US than they are here in Australia. So that's the good news. But the Democrats are not able to convey that to the general public. And so you've got a lot of people in the general public who may well say, for me, the economy is the major issue. And therefore, I'm going to vote for the Republicans. It's also a referendum on President Trump as he seeks to manoeuvre himself to be ready to run in two years' time. Because what Yeah, I was done... going to ask about that. Do you reckon he could use him as a springboard to launch a renewed presidential campaign? Exactly. He's agreed to, uh, with the Republican Party request not to declare his desire to run again before the midterm elections because they would just suck all the oxygen out of the atmosphere. Trump remains the most exciting politician in the United States at the moment. So my guess is that if, he, if his candidates, because he's got a lot of candidates standing in these midterm elections, some of them are a little more eccentric than others, I've got to say, but if, if his candidates do well and Trump can demonstrate his magic touch, he he anoints the candidates who then go on to win elections, Um, then it'll be a clear indication that Trump will be getting ready to run again in two years' time. What about all the pre-voting? Does that tell us anything? Yes, it it shows the voters are mobilising. So there are a lot of anger amongst the recent decision about abortion that came from the US Supreme Court. Uh, So that's certainly got people angry. And you've got others who are angry about the state of the economy, um, I think also on both the extreme left and the extreme right, you've got people who are turning out to vote because they disapprove of America supporting Ukraine against Putin mm. on both the left and the right. That's the irony of the situation. And the Republican Party have said if they do well in the midterm elections, they will cut back on the supply of assistance to Ukraine. So this is music to the ears of President Putin. lot to think about. Keith, thanks Indeed. so much for talking to us tonight. Thank you.